Welcome. This is my truth as a platform for honest, open conversations. The stories I share or that others share are often not spoken about or discussed, but once told, I believe they have the ability to shine a light on another perspective or a much needed conversation. These stories may make us laugh, some may make us cry, but together we will learn from one another and begin to heal. Because walls need to be torn down, masks need to come off, stories need to be heard in order for our truths to be told. This is my truth. Will you tell me yours? Hello, hello, podcast world. Welcome back to This Is My Truth. I am your host, Jesse Cherliff. And this week is Infertility Awareness Week. And as I was thinking about the stories that I wanted to share, there was one moment um, that really stuck out to me. And it was a moment after a client meeting. I was in Atlanta and I was sitting on a bench in the office park that my client's you know, office was located in. And I just remember like the sun beating down on me and I'm calling my manager at the time and she picks up and she's like, Hey, what's up? How was the meeting? And I just whisper, you have to take me off of this account. And she was like, what? And I go on to explain how I'd been wearing a panty liner because as part of my IVF regimen, you know, medicine regimen, I had to take progesterone vaginal inserts. And so I was wearing a panty liner and this was in the summer. It was in Atlanta. I wasn't wearing tights because it was like 90 degrees and balls hot. And I went to the bathroom after the meeting and the panty liner wasn't there. And I panic because I'm now thinking that this panty liner is somewhere in the boardroom of this meeting that I was just in with their EVP and all of their key stakeholders. And so I'm explaining this to my manager and, you know, to her credit, she very calmly responds like, Jess, you are, this is your biggest account. This is the biggest account for our book you have a really strong relationship with them. I'm, I'm not taking you off the account. And I just remember trying so hard to like keep it together. Like my team had traveled with me. I was at, you know, the, the tail end of my, um, you know, medicine regimen for that cycle. And it had just been a slog, you know, as a sales Googler, I was traveling three weeks out of the month. And usually every week I was traveling to three or four cities. I would do this thing where I would like fly out to the West coast because my clients were all in the South or on the West coast. So I would fly out to the West coast, like start in LA. And then I would like make my way city by city all the way up to Seattle. And, and I would just cram in as much travel as I could. And so I had been giving myself shots on planes, on trains, in taxis. I was leaving meetings to, you know, excuse myself to give myself a shot because anyone who's been through IVF, you know, there's certain times that you have to give yourself shots and take medication. You know, there were times that I had to cancel or reschedule meetings for doctor's appointments because I was traveling so much. There were often times where I was 
you know, on the road in a different city and having to make ultrasound or blood work appointments to, to keep my, you know, to keep with my regimen so that I could continue on with the cycle. And that moment in Atlanta on the phone with my manager where I just break, it was my breaking point. At that point, you know, it was like the embarrassment of having to make that phone call, the shame of like, how, how could this be? Like, how could, you know, it was, it was a panty liner, right? Like, but like, there's so much in that, right? There's like the shame of your body. There's a shame of infertility, the embarrassment, and it all just came bubbling up to the surface. And I cannot remember what the rest of the conversation was. I eventually, I think she talked me off a ledge, but I bring that up because for anyone who has experienced infertility, it sucks regardless. Like just the general slog of infertility, of the emotional and physical toll it takes on your body sucks. But then for anyone who's working, you know, there's an additional layer of stress that you don't, people don't talk about. And I've talked to so many women and men about their experience of, you know, dealing with infertility and then also, you know, what that meant from a work perspective. And I'll be honest, I I had a range of experiences in my time at Google. Some were super supportive, um, like that, you know, that moment that I just shared with my manager sort of like talking me off the ledge. Some not so supportive in, you know, some situations like basically leading to burnout. And I share this because there's so many things there's so many layers like this is such a complex topic but what's common in all of the situations is the silence but here's the thing one in eight couples experience infertility so think about all of the people you know all the all the friends that you know the couples that you know and whether people are talking about it or not one in eight of them is dealing with something really shitty And it's so much more common than you think. And I think from an employee perspective and from a leadership perspective, right? And remember, I believe that everyone is a leader. Like you do not need to be like, quote unquote, managing people to be a leader. You just need to be human and and being willing to step into a leadership role in your own life. And we all have an opportunity. We all have an opportunity to create space for, you know, when people are not, are dealing with shit. And I think this is true for infertility. This is true for mental health. This is true for social justice. This is true for just life, right? As humans, we all deserve to be seen and heard, but there's so many reasons why we're not comfortable being seen and heard. And when I think about infertility and and thinking about it in the workplace in particular, there's such a fear of judgment, a fear of, you know, retribution, a fear of, um, of judgment for the work that you're doing or performing. And, you know, at a place like Google where 
frankly, it's very competitive. Like you have a lot of very smart um, type A people and you don't want to be seen as, you know, your work suffering. And so people don't talk about it. And, you know, I've thought a lot about, especially when I think about like my role as a leader at Google. And so I'm just going to offer three tips um, from a leadership perspective. And again, you don't need to be managing teams and this doesn't have to apply to just infertility, right? Like this is just things that you can apply to your daily life. But first and foremost, check in with people, you know, build that rapport, build that trust with your team, you know, and all you need to do is ask. And it's up to that other person that you're having the conversation with to divulge or not. And if they're not willing to divulge, then, you know, that's, that's completely fair. And, you know, either you may not have the trust or you're still building the trust or maybe the psychological safety within your team or your culture is not there, right? There's a whole variety of reasons and I can have a whole nother podcast conversation about that. But the first thing to do is just ask, like check in with your friends, check in with your family, check in with your coworkers, your colleagues, your employees, like just check in and actively listen. The second step is, you know, from a work perspective, if you are leading a team or even if you're not leading a team, but you see someone on your team, like if you see performance slip, you owe it to that person in real time to be giving them feedback. And it's been really interesting to me, even at Google, but especially as I left Google, but honestly, like even in Google, I had over... 25 managers in my 13 and a half years at Google. And I can count on one hand how many of them I would consider to be like good managers. So that's telling you something. But it is shocking to me how many people, how many leaders are not willing to give feedback. And that is just really unfortunate because that's one of the reasons why people stay silent. Like they fear their performance is going to be impacted. But it's this like perpetual, never ending cycle. And so if you are leading teams, like it is your job to give real-time actionable feedback that is based in fact. Um, and again, could have a whole separate conversation on, on that. But And then the third is just creating that space, creating that space for people to come to you. And, and that, I believe starts with, you know, taking off your own mask and you don't need to, you know, divulge like your life secrets, but I have experienced in my own life and I've experienced in sharing my own story is that when you are willing to take off your mask, even for a second, it is a gift to the person on the receiving end because you're allowing them to take off their mask too. Because in sharing your stories, whether the person responds and shares their own situation, it doesn't matter. You're opening the door to sharing your experience, your perspective. And it's in sharing those stories that other people can see fragments of their own in yours. And that, I believe, is how we open up our human superpowers of connection and building empathy. So I'll end with this. It's Infertility Awareness Week, as I mentioned. You know, 
my this platform has ranged. It started out as sort of a platform to talk about infertility, and it and it very quickly spiraled into something much bigger because so many people experienced moments where they felt alone or isolated. Um, I've experienced many, many. Infertility is just one of those moments, and. And so for anyone listening, you know, if, if you have experienced or even if you haven't experienced infertility, you know, I hope that you listen to this conversation because. I hope you enjoy this conversation. If something in the conversation resonated with you, please, please share it with a friend that you think needs to hear this conversation. Feel free to tag me on social media. Let me know how you're listening, where you're listening, and what resonated. Tag me at This Is My Truth Podcast, or feel free to shoot me a DM. And because we're a new podcast and this shit matters, I would love for you to leave me a rating and review. Tell me how you truly feel. This entire podcast is about vulnerability and authenticity. So let me know how you really feel and give me some feedback. I really appreciate it.